Now, I promised you a more glamorous location for the next of these uh, walk and talk pieces that I do. And here we have it. We are on the banks of the River Thames, right next to Eton College, the public school that produced such great British Prime Ministers as Boris Johnson and David Cameron. And uh, right behind me, just over there, you can see Windsor Castle. There you can see it just there, Windsor Castle, once the epicentre of the great nation that uh, in 1999 sold all its gold at the bottom of the market. And I mention that because today we're talking about the country that was on the other side of that trade, the country that bought, that is thought to have bought the British gold, China. And by the way, as you can probably hear, we are right in the middle of a flight path. So I'm afraid sometimes this talk is gonna get a little bit noisy. And I can't believe that the Queen would allow a flight path right over her house. <laughs> but that is what she appears um, to have done. So anyway, China. Now it's been clear for some time that China has designs on the US dollars global reserve currency status. For China, this is simply a return to its rightful position on top of the world. But to us Western usurpers, the implications of this are enormous. Now, the Wall Street Journal, meanwhile, recently reported that Chinese broadcaster CGTN, and I've been unable to find this video, but it's been circulating an animation in English of a man in an American flag shirt being knocked out by a golden coin with the stamp on it of the digital yuan. Now, one word stuck out for me in that Wall Street Journal piece, golden. Gold is some useless, inert asset, right, whose heyday was in the 19th century, as irrelevant to modern finance as the horse is to transport. Maybe not. Today, we return to a favorite theme of ours, and once I haven't looked at since probably 2019, and that is how much gold does China have? And for those with short attention spans who don't want to watch to the end of this video, I'll cut straight to the chase. China has much more gold than it says it does. In fact, it has more gold than the US. Its enormous gold hoards are all part of its grand global reserve currency status designs. Right, now time to back up those assertions. Let's do an audit. Audits involve a lot of numbers and too many numbers can get a little overwhelming. So I'm going to try and keep these numbers to a mentally digestible minimum. But let me start with perhaps the most important contextual figure and anchor that in your minds, and that is US gold holdings. Official records show that the United States owns some 8,133 tonnes, most of it in Fort Knox. Although I should say that gold in Fort Knox hasn't been audited for 50 years. The US is the world's largest gold owner, or so you would have thought, and gold comprises 77% of United States foreign exchange reserves. China's officially declared holdings are 1,948 tonnes, so about a bit less than a quarter of the US, and that makes up just 3% of its $3.2 trillion of foreign exchange holdings. The real number is, of course, much higher than that. 
China has been the world's largest gold producer since 2007. This past decade, it has produced about 15% of all the gold mined in the world. Last year, it produced 380 tonnes, which is about 20% more than the world's second largest producer, Australia. And since 2000, China has mined roughly 6,500 tonnes of gold. And more than half of Chinese gold production is state-owned. China National Gold Corp Corporation alone accounts for 20%. So already, just on Chinese gold production alone, that official 1,948 tonne figure looks doubtful. Crucially, China keeps all of the gold it's, it mines. Exporting domestic gold production is not allowed. And with reserves in decline at home, Chinese mining companies have also been buying assets abroad across Africa, South America and Asia. And international production exceeded domestic production by about 15 tonnes last year. But as well as being the world's biggest producer, China is also the world's biggest importer of gold. It's hard to get precise import figures, but we do know that, for example, via Hong Kong alone, over 6,000 tonnes has entered the country since 2000. So if you add that to cumulative gold production since 2000, you get a figure of 13,200 tonnes. Whether imported, mined or recycled, most of the gold that enters China goes through the Shanghai Gold Exchange, the SGE, including the gold imported from Hong Kong. So SGE withdrawals, for which we do have numbers, can act as something of an approximation for demand. And it is possible to get uh, numbers for SGE withdrawals. Since 2008, roughly 20,000 tonnes have been withdrawn from the SGE. Then we have to add in all the gold held in China, whether as bullion or jewellery, prior to 2000. And the World Gold Council estimates a figure of 2,500 tonnes in privately held jewellery. If you add domestic mining and official reserves, you arrive at a figure of about 4,000 tonnes. Now, Nick Laird of Gold Charts Are Us, one of the world's leading gold data experts, has cobbled it all together to produce this chart, which shows cumulative gold held in China to be around 28,911 tonnes. I've spoken to numerous analysts, Ross Norman, Bron Suchetsky, formerly of the Perth Mint, Koos Janssen, and they all arrive at similar estimates. In addition, there is gold entering China that is not accounted for by SGE withdrawals. Ross Norman points out that the People's Bank of China, the PBOC, likes to buy 12.5 kilo gold bars. They don't trade on the SGE. Also, the PBOC often uses dollars on exchanges in London, Dubai and Switzerland, while the SGE sells its gold in Yuan. The army too owns gold and doesn't have to, have to declare its purchases. Remember, there are many state agencies on top of the army and the central bank which buy gold. There's the State Administration of Foreign Exchange and China Investment Corporation, the Sovereign Wealth Fund, to give you two examples. So how much of all that huge hoard is state-owned? 40%? 50%? 60%? But at 50%, the implication is that China owns roughly 14,500 tonnes. That is 1.8 times more than the US. Now, it may be that only 20 or 30% of that gold is state-owned. I find that unlikely. But even if that's the case, it still owns more than the US. 
and China has been famously encouraging its citizens to buy gold since 2008. And the SGE has actually stated that only consumers buy gold over exchange. But it almost doesn't matter. This encouragement to buy gold, as one of my readers resident in China reported to me, kicked off a frenzy of laundry as China's citizens rushed to exchange the hordes of hooky cash they'd built up. In his local bank in Shanghai, he said, in 2009, he was standing behind a Chinese bloke who was unlocking bundles of Euros, Euros, US dollars, Singapore dollars, Swiss francs in exchange for five kilo gold bars across the counter. Gold ownership in China is registered, so the government knows how much its citizens have. But it's commonly thought that should Beijing invite private holders of gold to support a major government, government currency initiative by pledging their gold as a kind of war bond, then there would be a 99% pickup. The vast majority of Chinese trust their government, especially when it comes to returning China to the top of the world. And that means a considerable amount of extra gold can very quickly be mobilised to participate in whatever Beijing is planning. Chinese gold holders don't have the same mistrust of government held by Western gold bucks, the party seen as a, as a good housewife to the nation. But the disruption it would cause means there's no way China can declare such large official holdings, not yet anyway. There'd be an unwanted surge in both the yuan and the gold price. Um, the government's $3.2 trillion of US dollar foreign exchange reserves would be devalued. So, and to declare that much gold would be a direct challenge to American supremacy, which China is, I don't think, yet ready for. Parity first, then supremacy. So for now, they follow Deng Xiaoping's doctrine of we must not shine too brightly until everything is ready. President Trump wrong-footed the Chinese and that and Covid, the great accelerator, may have brought schedules forward. And the Chinese president Xi Jinping is known as a, a man of destiny and he may want the great ascension to happen on his watch. But backing its money, if only in part with gold, as empires on the rise are wont to do, would give China great credibility in a world awash with money printing. And that animation of a man in an American flag being knocked out by a golden coin with the stamp of the digital yuan may not be so fantastic.